When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gabe Kapler said some really interesting stuff this week. Before we get to it, I want to let you know you're listening uh, to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Mark Willard, Joe Shasky. Make sure you are subscribed and share the podcast with your friends, your family, and everybody you've ever met. So let's get to Gabe. Um, in a classic Gabe way, instead of just sitting in the dugout and going, yeah, you know, we, we think that uh, Brandon Belt uh, has a wonderful eye. Instead of doing that, this guy is starting more and more to lean into just off the cuff, out of the box conversations before games in the dugout. A lot of them go to music. We've seen social issues. And now in the middle of Mustache May, which by the way, I really want to just call May Stash. Why are we not just calling it? <laughs> can we please? Can we just call it May Stash? Why are we using to? I thought this was all about efficiency. Uh, May Stash. Why hasn't anybody thought that. of that yet? I, I have never heard that. I like that a lot. I mean, but I also on. can't grow one, so it's not in my vernacular. Yeah, you're, you're listening to two people that have uh, had maybe a sum total of about nine combined days with facial hair in our lives. But anyway, um, Gabe Kapler dives into Mustache May and take a listen to the conversation. And the main voice that you'll hear in the background is Susan Slusser, one of our favorites from the Chronicle. But listen to what Gabe Kapler has to say about mustaches and beards. So this is sort of like the, is a hamburger a sandwich? Oh, it's a very question. Important. Like hot dog, is that a sandwich? Like where does that, okay, so this is about mustaches since it's mustache may. And I was talking to some of our players who have full beards. If you have a full beard, do you also have a mustache? No. No, okay, so here's my counter to that. If you go to the barber shop and you have a full beard, the barber may say, would you like me to leave your mustache a little bit longer? Doesn't that mean that you have a mustache? No. <laughs> Do you have a full beard? Yeah. So, yeah. If you want a mustache, just shave off the rest of it. Is that what you're trying to say, No. No, no, no. We have a lot of players who who wear full beards, in my opinion, they are participating in Mustache May. So, okay, so what's the line? Let's say you take your beard down to like a very short half or one, but you leave your mustache like Kirk Casale sometimes does, like more Tom Selleck style. Is that then a mustache? Okay, first of all, first of all, the, the authenticity and seriousness with which he approaches this conversation, we need to take a moment to acknowledge that. Like this was not tongue in cheek, poke, poke, poke. Uh, somehow, some way, Gabe cares about this. Like it felt like I felt that. And this is a this is an in-depth conversation that he's been grinding on for about a week. All right, Mark, full disclosure. I said this to you in crosstalk today. 
I know who Gabe Kapler's barber is. And I did not know that this sound was coming out, okay? I have had a barber that I've used for many, many years, and I'm going to a wedding this weekend. And so last minute, my wife says, hey, use the O Club, Olympic Club barber, this guy Chris. He's really, really good. Never met him in my life. I sit down in the chair. He's got sports going. He goes, hey, what do you do? I go, oh, yeah, I do a little sports talk. He says, you know, hey, I cut hair for the Giants. I go, wow, you cut hair for the Giants? Yeah, just cut Gabe Kapler's hair. I go, wow. He goes, oh, that man is meticulous. Everything about him is meticulous. And he's, he goes by Cream the Barber on IG, and he starts telling me about all of the the intricacies of cutting Gabe Kapler's beard and how serious he is about this. And I couldn't help but be just absolutely in love with how swagged out my coach is. Mark, I love this about him. Like, <laughs> look, we're all a little vain, right? Don't you know this song is about you? We're all a little vain, all right? And so I love that he actually admits it out loud and then goes into detail as, well, if you go to the barber and he's asking you to cut it, you know, he's cutting the specific mustache. I'm ill-equipped to be able to have this discussion because your boy can't even grow a few whiskers. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to just basically concede to Gabe Kapler here. Well, I, I'm on Team Gabe as well, as much as I love Susan, because I'm going to be a little bit more, um, I guess, just practical about this, for lack of a better yeah. word. It's not even just let's lean on the people who have the mustache or the beard because I'm with you. I tried to, like, years ago – um, I was working in LA, height of the Lakers, Kobe Shaq era. Okay. And I decided in a depressed moment that I wanted a Phil Jackson soul patch. And so, you know, we rocked that thing. It came in with some of my grandfather's <laughs> red hair. It freaked everybody out. There was blonde in it, brown, red. We had half the uh, rainbow going on. <laughs> we got rid of that sucker as quick as possible. So I've never had facial hair again since that time. And uh, so I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not, I do not have any experience to, uh, to call upon right now, but here's what I do have. Like, if that's not a mustache, if you have a beard, that's then what are we calling the hair I that is in between your lip and your nose? In other words, if it's only a mustache, if it doesn't have a beard to go with it, well, then wouldn't the reverse be, um, it's not a beard unless it's got a mustache to go with it. So like if you're Amish and you've only got that, you know, you've got that kingpin look, you've mm -hmm. got that that red and it's just the beard. Is that not a beard? Yeah, I'm 100% with you. Like, for example, is the bicep not part of the arm? You, right? Like, yeah, like they're, they're totally apart. It's all interconnected to me. So I'm totally with you. And the way he described it in terms of the barber, hey, you want me to trim your mustache? Like my sideburns or lack thereof, they always go, hey, you, you want me to trim the sideburns? And I'm like, yeah, I want you to trim the sideburns because that's part of my head and part of my hair. And I want yeah. that thing chopped off. So I think the analogy completely holds water. I just love Honest to God, I love Gabe Kapler so much. He cares about his shoes. He cares about his jeans. He cares about his biceps. I had Hunter Pence in studio one time saying they did a fitness test with everybody there. He had the least amount of body fat, which is not surprising of at course. all yeah. on the whole team. He cares about his pecs. He cares about the world, saving the environment. He cares about community. How can you not like Gabe Kapler? To me, you're just a hater if you're out here ripping this guy at any point. I love this dude. Well, and has anybody flipped the script better than this guy in a two-year period? I mean, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of sports figures in the Bay Area more beloved than Gabe Kapler because he's still new. He hasn't gotten to the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. 
and he's also not a player. I mean, we're not going to put him on a Steph Curry, Clay Thompson conversation, but this guy, when he arrived, uh, walked into the role already yes. as most hated Bay Area sports figure. Like this was not popular. No, um, there there were questions. There there was controversy, and there had been lack of team success in his history in this role with Philadelphia. So he walks into that and then let's go on what has been the two and a half year journey since then to this point where this guy is becoming not just a very successful manager who now giants fans trust in the standings, but he's becoming a character. He's becoming a person. Well, he's, he's a part of the fabric of the community. Yes, he's becoming a human being yes. that we a are getting to know and everything, this is what I find. Whenever you get to know one thing, you're like, I need two more. Yeah, Hold exactly. On. I want exactly. to talk to this guy. Don't you want to go get a beer, go on a bike ride, mm -hmm. a hike with Gabe Kapler? I have questions for hours. And I could listen to this guy because the answers, you know, I mean, the answers outside of baseball, quite frankly, are more interesting than the answers yeah. inside of baseball. And we use this word a lot in life. He's a fascinating person. Like if you just say like things that come out of his mouth, like they just, they're either inspiring or they're extremely thoughtful. Not that I agree with everything, but it makes me think. And I appreciate people now that I've gotten older and stuff. I don't want everyone thinking the way I think. I want them to challenge conventional wisdom and maybe teach me some things or stretch me beyond my norms. But I have a better question for you because clearly he's got great facial hair. <laughs> if you were drafting, Okay, all-time San Francisco Giants based on facial hair, all right? Oh. Who would be your number one overall pick? Because my sister was texting me, and there's somebody right at the top that she's going to go to every single time. Well, okay. See, for me, as a fan, I'm going to wrap the facial hair into, A, their success. Okay. And, B, their identity. Okay. How could I not pick Brian Wilson? How could I not pick, right? How could I not pick fan. the guy who yep. threw the last pitch of their first ever San Francisco World Series and literally an entire movement called Fear the Beard yes. was, was behind it. So, yes. I mean, you know, the, and, and Romo was right alongside yes. him. Yes, good call. I, I know that, that like, Wilson and Romo are the opposite of Kapler and that it was unkempt and just – huge and all over the place. So if you want from a manicured standpoint, there's never been anything better than Kapler, but I mean, B, B dubs tops the list. I think you're hundred percent correct here. And you know, there was a time I might've nominated long hair mustache, Tim Lincecum, though it was very huh. dirt baggy. Look like I love Timmy. It yeah. just, it's screen 1970s. Don't get into his car. You know what I mean? Like just don't hitchhike with him as much as I love him. And you'd probably see the smoke coming out of that truck as he's driving down the road. But my dad recommended Gary Matthews with the little mustache back oh. in the day in the seventies. I thought that was a pretty good pull. Yeah. He's going back a ways. I mean, uh, listen, if we're, if we're not just looking at beards, <laughs> I mean, how can we have this conversation and not bring up shooter? I mean, oh, right, right. Good. How, what, Rod, Rod Beck with the swinging arm just the sitting there. Right? I mean, oh, we gotta that's go. a great call. If, I mean, 
like if we're going to talk facial hairs, I think almost all of my answers are going to be closers. They're all going to be closers. That's That's so good. Facial hair looks better on a closer than it does on anyone else. Yes, no doubt. Connor Menez had one a couple of years ago that was just down here and very Amish looking, you know, and and frustrating. The the Giants, I'll give them this. I know the Yankees, oh, we don't have any beards and no long hair. Ah. The Giants are known for some of the characters and some of the hairs that they got going. Hunter Pence kind of looked like a garden gnome at times. I'm here for all of it. I mean, look, and if we're sitting here to circle back to the start, celebrating what I am now calling Maystash, um, like how can we not go to the man who would absolutely look the best in a Halloween police officer costume because of his mustache of all time and not bring up Jeff Kent. I mean, if we're going to go to the guy that has really made the mustache uh, cool in a San Francisco giants uniform, I mean, it, it starts and stops right there. You know what Jeff Kent is, right? I mean, he's the CHP that pulls you over going one mile an hour faster than you absolutely need to. And he slowly gets out of the car and asks you, hey, boy, where are you going? Where are you trying to get to? And he's not letting you off either. No You can spit whatever game you want. And all he's doing is he's like, I'm just – I'm gonna uh, pull out that yellow pad, and I'm 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 only gonna start filling in more boxes the more you talk. You brought up Brian, uh, I mean Jeff Kent, and I, and I just I gotta ask you, like, why why doesn't he get the appreciation not just from Giants fans? Because I do think there's a segment of Giants fans that do adore Jeff Kent. Why do you think the national media just discredits all the numbers he put up? Because he's one of the most feared second baseman hitters that I've seen in my life. And I never see him get his just due. Well, I think my, my quick way of answering that is in, in all ball players in life, uh, to me, uh, from awards and recognition, there is a direct correlation with the way they sort of treat the media. And it's not even to say that he treated it poorly, but he just wasn't that warm and fuzzy of a guy. No. And so the media didn't want to talk to him. He didn't want to talk to them. And so that relationship that leads to those things, the feature stories and the awards and all of that, they never came. They never came. So all we get is the, uh, the, the rough exterior. I think whenever there are two stars on a team at the same time, that's a good point. We always, we always pick one. It's like, we make them competitors. You know, we did it with, uh, Will Clark and and uh, Kevin Mitchell mm-hmm. and uh, and we did it with Barry Bonds and 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 Jeff Kent and obviously everyone's going to pick Bonds because he's the craziest thing any of us have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and so and so Jeff was just over there playing second base, sort of looking like he was picking up numbers because he he hit right next to Bonds. Yeah, so he I was so clutch. Yeah, that's the he dynamic. was so clutch. Man, he hit the he got the base hit that should have won him the World Series in 02. I- and and you know we don't we the whole story oh, where we're from there, but that you know hit. We're forgetting we're forgetting early '90s bonds with the with the mustache. Oh, he, he had it got, too. He had it point. big time. He had big it too. Cross and 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 then the wristbands. Him and Dusty, the matching wristbands with their own cartoon face on the double wristbands from yep. Franklin. Yeah. Oh God, I miss those looks. It's a great combo from two guys whose faces look like JT Snow. Like I mean, just could not <laughs> could not be smoother. Right over here, left, right, middle, center. This is um, the single-A Giants look right here, the, totally, not the Major League Giants We're look. trying. We're trying to look <laughs> as young as possible. Um, all right, Giants heading on the road, St. Louis, Colorado. 
We'll be with you, of course, twice a week. So next episode will come out late on Sunday. For Joe Shasky, Mark Willard, it's been the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Do not miss any episode ever. Another episode coming Sunday night, Monday morning.